On this week's episode of Life and Lessons, I try and clear up the confusing ramble I had last week. I talk about my purpose, and I explain why sometimes the answers to the biggest questions are right underneath our noses. Hey, what is going on? Welcome to this episode number 84 of Life and Lessons. I'm Sean Spooner, and if you're new here, here's what you need to know. This podcast is a place where I tell the story of growing a business, of growing as a person, and of taking on some fairly unusual challenges, sometimes on my own, sometimes joined by the most interesting people I know. The only thing that's guaranteed for this podcast is that every time you press play, you're going to learn something new. And I need to start with an apology because, as you may or may not have noticed, this is late. It's still coming out on Friday, so on a technicality, it's on time. But as you probably know by now, I normally sit down and record this podcast on a Thursday evening. I set it to upload at like 4am Friday and normally it's sat there waiting for you in Spotify or in iTunes Uh, when you wake up on a Friday morning. But right now, the time is three minutes to seven on Friday evening. I'm sat in the meeting room uh, in the office with the lights off, feeling knackered because I've just been so busy this week. We have just been so busy this week that I didn't have time to do it last night. Literally could not physically make the time to do it. And I think this is the second time, maybe, in the last 84 episodes I've had to upload later on on a Friday. Never missed the Friday, so we can still say that, but I think this is the second time that it's actually been a little bit late. But in a way, this kind of makes it more interesting because this will be the second ever episode that I upload immediately. So if you happen to be listening to this on a Friday night, firstly, hello, thanks for spending your Friday evening listening to this. And secondly, um, you're hearing this in far closer real time than usual because there isn't the like... 12 to 16 hour delay that there normally is between this being recorded and you hearing it. Um, But like I said, it's been a really, 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 really busy week. I have to say really that many times because I always fucking say it's busy. But this has just been one of those weeks where through necessity, frankly, I've had to let other things slip just to get done what needed to get done. And that is a mix of all of the standard business stuff that you'd expect, plus a very very last minute deadline that was dropped upon us that I needed to react to in basically real time and invent time to do something that hadn't been scheduled and then the third thing what I've been busy with all day today until literally about an hour ago when I left the uh, room in the building opposite that we're using for this trial project we've been doing more work on the part of the business that we're building at the moment that I'm still not going to talk about, so I won't go into that. But it's been really busy, and so I just didn't have time, but here we are. Um, I think where I want to begin, actually, is a thought which is related to what I just said, which is the deadline that was dropped upon us. So without going into much detail whatsoever, because clients, um, there was a project that we've been working on for a client And it was kind of this evolving, rolling timeline because it was, as many projects are, um, something that kept 
evolving and changing and so they were almost like micro deadlines um throughout the project standard um and then earlier this week somebody more senior in this client company um asked for this project to go live essentially immediately and it was close enough it was like 95 percent of the way to being complete there was just a big list of changes that needed to be made based on a uh, catch-up call that we had all had the afternoon before and as with I guess all agencies all service businesses we kind of work on a scheduling basis so work is briefed in on say day one and there's this like rolling timeline of work whereby something briefed in on say a Monday would typically be worked on on like a I don't know Wednesday or Thursday depending on what it is and who needs to do what unless it's super urgent, right? These things come up. And this was one of those things where something came up and it just needed to be dealt with. And it's the first time in a while, I'll be honest, that this has happened in the business because generally we as a business are far better at organizing and scheduling and predicting these things because we've just been doing it for a while now, right? I think back to like 2017, 2018 even, there were definitely moments where this kind of situation occurred more frequently and it could have been avoided. But regardless of the cause of it, I think what's interesting here is that when you run a business, and I think this is almost exclusively true for business owners and nobody else, when the business is your thing, where you either live or die by what you do and what the business does and things like reputation ride on it, you kind of just do what you need to do to get the job done regardless, right? The the set of situations and scenarios that uh, played out this week, you know, working until midnight on, I think Tuesday it was, back in the office at like nine on Wednesday, having to catch up on things I dropped, not going to the gym, having to shuffle things around with other people and um, the planning for the thing that we did today, just like it was, it made the week a hell of a lot more difficult than it could have been and it was already going to be a difficult week because of the trial thing that we did today but it's one of those ones where you almost just need to suck it up right I think that when you're building something that will hopefully be around for years if not decades it almost becomes an extension of you and I think it's analogous to having a child I imagine or like doing up a house in as much as you know you're the key person okay maybe not directly with a child but you're the key person who's going to benefit from the input and I would never expect an employee to for example I did on Tuesday work till midnight to fix a situation because there's not enough skin in the game for anybody other than business owners and I don't know it's just it's an interesting one because I think about every business owner I know, from people working for themselves on their own, you know, sole traders, zero employees, through to companies with hundreds of employees. And one thing that every business owner shares in common is just this blind willingness to do whatever you need to do to get the job done in the situations that crop up. And yeah, the only reason I bring it up is because it has been a very long time since a situation like that has existed, right? And so it was, in a weird way, I don't want to say fun, because it wasn't fucking ideal, I'll be honest, but it was kind of fun to 
have to really dig in and go into the trenches like I did for the last few days just to try and make things work. And I'll be honest with you, I'll probably be in the office tomorrow, Saturday, playing catch up, organising things, making sure that next week isn't um, skewed, there isn't a knock-on effect next week from uh, the sheer amount that we've had to force into this week and the things I've had to move around and so on. So it's just one of those ones, you know, sometimes I come on here and I tell you that I haven't been feeling it or whatever and have maybe worked fewer hours than I would have otherwise done or gone on a random trip somewhere with little notice because I don't really need to answer directly at least to anybody. So that's like the upside, but I just think it's important to talk about the, maybe the downside if that's the word, like sometimes you just got to dig in and do what you got to do. And that's one of these weeks. Um, Something else I want to talk about is clarifying what I meant in last week's episode, right? So last week's episode was called, I'm going to pull it up actually, see what it was called. It was called Finding My Feet in a Post-Restrictions World. And um. I did a call with somebody earlier this week, Dom. She was doing uh, like a dissertation interview for well, her dissertation. And to be honest, I saw the questions on her story and messaged her and was like, these look well up my street. I'd love to answer these, right? And so whether or not it's actually used in the dissertation, I don't know. But we had a really interesting conversation. And the conversation was kind of around lockdown, purpose and personal growth. And so inevitably, given that what was ruminating in my mind last week was still on my mind, we got onto this same topic, this same conversation. And so I was explaining that in last week's podcast, I was trying really hard to think about how I was wording what I was saying so that it didn't sound like some fucking dramatic cry for help, because that isn't what it was. But I felt like I was the only person thinking what I was thinking, right? I felt like I was the only person who was like, fucking hell, this whole kind of going back to normal thing is a bit mad. And so I tried to kind of dance around that point as I was talking to Dom. And then she basically summarized the exact same thing, the exact thing that I spent nearly 20 minutes last week trying to articulate in like a minute and a half in a way far clearer than what I could right now. And it kind of helped me, I guess, clarify what I was trying to say last week. And so that's what I'm going to try and do now, right? So I was talking about how I hadn't really adjusted to like the quote unquote new normal when I was still living my life in such a way, kind of where like I'm still in lockdown, haven't really gone back to doing the things I used to do. But equally, it's this kind of messy middle because right now we're not actually in a lockdown obviously as you know and so there isn't the kind of free time and mental space and so on and physical space even that we all had in say April last year and so that's as far as I took the thought last week I couldn't really work out what I was trying to say but I think having spoken to Dom this is what I mean right so before Covid all of us you and I included we had one version of ourselves right it's the person who we were and it's like the things we did on the weekend and whether we went out and like the gigs we went to and the people we hung out with and whose houses we went around and the restaurants we liked and what we did in our spare time what we didn't do in our spare time how social or otherwise introverted extroverted whatever we were all of those things that was one version of ourselves and then during actual real full-on lockdowns i think 
most of us at least, developed this kind of second version of ourselves where everything was quite uh, inward looking. It was quite introspective and we were finding what made us happy when we had very little to go on, right? Whether that was for you, I don't know, home workouts or going for runs or painting or making music or doing FaceTime calls or reading books or literally just doing nothing. Maybe you needed to disconnect from this hyper-connected world that we live in and that's how you found your happiness or your stability through the lockdowns. And so there's this really weird thing where we all for the best part of a year and a half, minus last summer, focused on what makes us happy and in doing so we kind of changed who we were as people right whether it's something simple like taking up a new hobby or even something really profound like I'm sure some people I say I'm sure I know some people because I know people personally like Ollie Horton for example changed the entire direction of his life he changed his career he quit his job he's doing something new right we all became different people during the lockdown and so what I think I'm struggling with is a strong word, but facing right now, and I thought it was just me, but from this conversation, it's definitely Dom as well, and it sounds like it is everybody else as well, is this weird challenge whereby we're all different people. We're not the same people that we were in January 2020. And yet, because we've had all this pent-up want to go back to how things were, like normal, like the past, it seems like we're all rushing towards that previous version of ourselves though we're no longer that person and I think there's this weird process that each of us are going to go through over the next year or so where we have to find a hybrid of those two people the person that we've been all of our lives because we're still majority that person right like I still want to go to gigs I would still probably enjoy going to a nightclub I still like being around people I still like conversations all of these things But we need to find a hybrid between that person and I think the lessons that each of us learned about who we are and what we want and what really makes us happy, not what just sedates us or kind of pacifies us, but what actually makes us happy when we have very little to go on. And I think we each need to find a hybrid of those two people to go out into this new world, right? And I think that's what I was trying to say. I just couldn't quite arrive at that conclusion when I was thinking out loud last week and so I think that maybe last week's episode was a bit confusing but there we go Uh, something else we spoke about on that call was purpose obviously like I said because that's what the questions were about Um, and one of Dom's questions threw me because she asked paraphrasing here but she asked like what do I think my purpose in life is and has that purpose changed during lockdown And I did a really interesting thing, which is immediately, despite in the question, Dom defining what purpose was, to her at least, in answering the question, I immediately went on to say, oh, well, I don't really know what my goals are in life and I don't know what I want to be doing in 30 years and blah, blah, blah. And I found it so interesting. I had to stop myself. I'm like, shit, like I have just mistaken and probably have been for the last 25 years, which is why I couldn't answer the question. I had been mistakening goals, tangible milestones, things I'm aiming for, things I want to do, and purpose, which is almost like the driving force behind all of that. Why do I want to do this? What am I doing it for? And so on. 
and the reason I found that so interesting is because maybe I'm alone here, but in 25 years of life, nearly 26 years of life, nobody's ever asked me, like, Sean, what is your purpose? Like, what are you here for? What do you want to do? And so having to try and answer that question out loud and then halfway through my answer be like, shit, I'm looking at this entirely wrong. It was like a real like light bulb moment, I guess. And so I don't really know what the answer is entirely, but I guess the answer I arrived at is that what's guiding everything I do right now, given that I don't quite know where I want to be in, say, 20 or 30 years, right? That's the goals half of the the equation that I confused for purpose. I guess my purpose, the purpose behind all of these things that I do right now, from the business and putting in the hours there to this podcast to the learning that I do to all these other things, I guess the purpose is just to try and, and this sounds so cliche and so cheesy, but just to try and become the type of person who is able to take advantage of whatever opportunities occur, right? Because I've spoken a lot on this podcast about it being really difficult to connect the dots looking forwards. And if you trace back in your mind through your life, some of the biggest things that have ever happened to you, or at least the small things that lead to the big things, they often come out of nowhere, right? Like your life can change for better or worse, but in this context for better, like overnight, literally. And so all I'm trying to do in a way, if I really simplify it down and try and refine around the word purpose, all I'm trying to do is just make sure that I'm ready for those opportunities, right? Whether it is by learning things that I think will be useful or skills that will be transferable in the new economy or although I never fucking go to the gym, it seems I'm being okay recently. I'm about to go to the gym after recording this actually, like making sure that I'm reasonably fit and take care of my health because, you know, when I'm 40 and trying to run around a garden with my kids, that's probably going to be important. And so, um, yeah, I think that that's what I arrived at. My purpose right now, at least if I had to define it on the spot, is just to try and prepare myself to take advantage of whatever opportunities crop up, because they will, and who you are as a person will determine whether they go well or whether they're missed. And then the last thing I want to talk about, and you're going to have to forgive me because this relates back to the project that we're building that I can't really talk about, so bear with, but is this idea that sometimes the answers we're looking for are really obvious, like right under our noses, and that we have a tendency to overthink things, to overcomplicate things, and to cause problems for ourselves. So it's going to be really difficult to summarize this point without talking about the specific example, the specific story, but part of this arm of the business that we're building requires us to have a set of items which if you looked at them you'd be able to describe what they are but they're not something that's sold in shops right you can't just walk into a shop and buy this thing exactly as you need it to get the job done it's quite a specialized thing and to an extent at least it's quite a secretive thing in as much as the other businesses who provide the service that we're building right now, they have these things, but obviously they're not telling you how they acquired these things, right? Bear with me here. This will make sense. Um, And so as we've been planning this part of the business and working things out and buying bits and so on, we were stumped. We couldn't find 
this particular thing. Didn't know what to type into Google to really find it. We found something similar that would kind of do the job, but was like massively, massively overpriced, probably because these things are hard to come by. And so we were looking at building these things ourselves. We were talking to an engineering company about how they might build these things. Like we were doing the most. And then we were in Ikea the other day for something unrelated. And we walked past something which costs less than £10. And Richard was like, holy shit, this is exactly what we need. This is the right shape or these things are the right shape they are the right material they have all of the properties that we need to get this job done this is it right and i thought no like we have been trying the most to solve this problem like this has probably been one of the biggest hurdles that we had to overcome for the trial that we did today to even go ahead dare i say but if not go ahead just to be good right and at the 11th hour literally like three days ago a product that costs less than 10 pounds that is readily available that we can buy as many of as we want probably for as long as we want is not something they're going to discontinue did the job perfectly like exactly to the point actually where i think we're not the only ones who use this particular product i think that actually some of the things that i've been looking at before and saying like, what is that piece of equipment? How are they? Like, I think it's just the same thing. I think they just know the secret that we now know, right? And it was just interesting because I've heard this on lots of podcasts and through lots of books, like humans have a tendency, sometimes intentionally to feel heroic in solving a problem, sometimes just unintentionally because our thoughts are sometimes irrational to try and overcomplicate things. And we definitely fell into that trap. Like we were... I told you all the things we were doing right but we were trying really hard to overcome this problem and to get to the bottom of it and then something in a shop a 20 minute drive away from here that cost less than 10 pounds that was really obvious fixed the problem and allowed that part of the business to progress and move closer to launch and I don't know I just think there's a lesson there a lesson that I'm going to try and remember which is you don't always need to find a new solution to problems you don't always need to find the most elaborate or the most expensive or the most kind of impressive sometimes the answers that we need to the biggest and even the small ones like this isn't the massive question but the biggest questions in life are right underneath our fucking noses if only we would look for them and i think that is it not the longest episode ever probably a bit rambly probably a bit all over the place not least because like i said at the beginning very tired in a bit of a rush because i need to get to the gym but thank you as always for listening hope you have a good weekend and i'll see you back here this time next week for episode number 85 of life and lessons see you then
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.